How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Corey Bosmer, host of Conversations with Corey podcast and a person that runs the social media football page on Facebook and Twitter, known as Football Kentucky DBA. Today's guest is University of Kentucky student athlete, Carrington Valentine. How you doing today, Carrington? I'm doing good. How you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. Thank you for being a guest. What was your time like at Kentucky and what led you to the decision to play for the University of Kentucky? So the decision... Uh, was I didn't want to go anywhere to like, you know, a lot of teams when I was coming out of uh, college were like, or coming out of high school was like, we just need somebody to play right away because we're kind of short on like corners and DBs and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I've never been hitting anything. So I kind of wanted to, you know, go somewhere where I could compete and like the room was like stacked and stuff like that. So I chose Kentucky because it had the NFL talent when I got there. So, you know, I, I played with Kelvin Joseph and Brandon Eccles and Yusuf Corker. So when I came in yeah. there, I ended up playing as a freshman um, and then eventually starting as a freshman. No, you, you definitely did. What? Who was the most impactful on on you influentially on your playing days while you were at Kentucky? Like what other student athlete was more influential on you or the most? Sorry. I would say, you know, Yusuf Corker. Um because he always did the right things. Um, he he brought me along. He knew the defense, um, like, in the back of his head. And he, he he was one of the ones, that, you know, even after, like, the coaches leave and stuff like that, would sit there and help me, you know, learn 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 the plays and stuff like that just because he's been there. He's been a vet, um, you know. So just, you know, even though he was a safety, he still helped me, you know, come along with the, with the playbook and stuff like that. So I would feel like, you know, he was, like, the – one of like the big brothers. Like, all of them were really all big brothers, but he was, you know, the one that stuck out the most. You did have a, a thing. I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, but at least a year, if not two years left of eligibility. Yeah. All right. What, what led you to the decision of declaring for the draft? Um, so I talked to family and I've talked to coaches, um, but re like really like wanted me to come out was I felt like that I was ready to cover the best people in the world. And, you know, mm -hmm. And even develop even more. Um, I'm young, I'm 21, and I'm. I just feel like I was ready to develop even more to um, on that next level. And it's always been a dream of mine to play in the NFL. So you know, I got a lot of feedback, and I felt like I was just ready. More, more positive than not, then, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at some uh, stuff I printed up about you. It says you were a three-year letter winner, and you played in 35 career games with 25 consecutive starting assignments at the defensive back, and you had a, a total of 119 career tackles. How does that make you feel being so young to be able to contribute that much? Um, makes you know, I'm I'm a team player, so it makes me feel happy. You know, I. I went out there and then I did what was asked me, uh, you know, and, you know, took the coaching and then was, you know, going out there and just competing and trying to make plays for the team, you know, and then trying to like, you know, get us more like get his team win. So I feel like I was happy with my overall time in Kentucky. That, that, that's good to hear. Now, I want to backtrack a little bit before we get back into Kentucky. What was your childhood like, man? And when did you first fall in love with uh, football? Um, So I first fell in love with football like seven years old. Um, So I played running back. So it was really just pitch left, pitch right. That that's when I first fell in love. When first time I touched the ball playing football when I was seven and I scored, I was like, I'm pretty good at this. Um, you know, my mom and my dad used to take me to my games and stuff like that. You know, they mm -hmm. they, they support me and they still support me to this day. So um, you know, that's when it, it first, you know, was you know, my first, like when I touched the ball, really it was when I knew I was like, oh, I'm pretty good at this. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. Who was the most impactful on you while you played football growing up before you got into college? Um, I had a lot of people. Um, my, my family was for one, you know, they always pushed me, even though like my brother didn't play football. One of my brothers didn't play football, he played soccer, but he pushed me. Like, I was just came from a 
a competitive family overall. Yes. I'm the youngest. So they all pushed me. And then, you know, I ended up going to aspirations with um with Chris Vaughn. So he ended up being another impactful person. He pushed me every day. And um, you know, he pushed me to play our limits that I never knew that I can go. So, you know, he was a definitely another one. Now, speaking of Chris Vaughn at aspirations, how did you come about uh deciding to go with him and his staff to get trained? Um, you know, me and Chris have been working out since I've been a junior in high school. Um okay. you know, so he he was one of the ones who actually told me that I was a uh I be I'm like I have the build to be a corner than a receiver. So he's probably one of the first people that tell me that. So basically, you know, me and him from my junior year um in high school to now was, you know, day in, day out, um, you know, just working craft and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. I've seen, you know, the the products that he's put out there. And then like I feel like it was just a no brainer because why not go with the guy that, you know, knows you the best? Oh, definitely, definitely, for sure, for sure. What's some of the hardest things you've had to overcome in your young life? Um, I know in college, one of the hardest ones was, um, you know, not a lot of people know this, but my sophomore year of college, um, I had mono and I played the whole season with mono. So I was losing weight. Uh, that's 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 rough, man, because some people yeah. could uh, some people pass away from that stuff tragically. Yeah. So, but, you know, I'm just, you know, I just knew that, like, I was dedicated to the game and, like, I didn't want to miss any games. So I still didn't miss any games with it. And I'm not using that excuse or anything, but. Right. You know, it was, and, but the reason why it was hard because, you know, it's just going in the meeting room and, you know, you're like fatigued and everything. But, you know, you don't, you don't want to bring everyone down with you because you're tired because of, you know, mm-hmm. like the sickness you got. So, you know, just going there every day and, you know, being like positive and uplifting, you know, try to bring more energy and stuff like that. I feel like that was probably one of the hardest times out there. Cause I was going out there at the beginning of going mm-hmm. into my um, sophomore year, I was like 197 pounds and then I got mono. So like, I feel like after like every day I'm losing weight and I was like 183 and like, That's a the, lot. yeah, I was like 183, 182 and like towards like, like six, seven game of the season. What's it like being at a university like Kentucky, you know, I'm a Kentucky fan myself. Uh, what's it like being at a university like Kentucky that relatively isn't or wasn't known to be a football school up until the last several years? How does it make you feel to know that you were part of the guys that helped continue the ongoing tradition that is being built there with Mark Stoops and his coaching staff? You know, I, you know, it's, I feel like it was an honor. You no, know, you know, you just seen what Kentucky was before, you know, beforehand and what it is now is completely different. And, you know, even when that, when we were there, we still like, you know, all the things we heard and stuff like that. Like we, we might, we heard them and, you know, we just took that use as like, you know, fuel and then went out there and played games to put us where we are today, you know? So I just feel like, you know, for me, it was an honor to go out there and, you know, be a part of that, you know, that brotherhood and that, that bond that you have with everybody on the field and stuff like that, you know, to even for the next generation to even keep building on what we started. So if I'm an NFL franchise, why would my team want to draft you? Um, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm durable. Like not too many people say, can say that they've never missed a practice. I've gone out and, and, in in college and never missed a practice. Um, I'm a hard worker. I'm a competitor. Um, and you know, I'm just going to go out there. I play, I feel like my press man is, is, is good and, and ready to go out there and compete with, you know, some of the, the best that's out there. So just all those things around, you know, I'm ready to learn, willing to learn. I'm, I'm only 21. I'm young. So um, just all those things, I feel like, you know, is is my pitching point to you. Oh, no, definitely, definitely. Who's the hardest person that you've had to play against in your college days? Which offensive player gave you the biggest fits 
if that makes sense. I would say no. I it doesn't say, have to be. It don't have to be a receiver. Just any offensive player in general. Nah, yeah. Um, I feel like Cedric Tillman from Tennessee. He you know it. He was he 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 was physical at the at the uh, at the line and at the top of the mm-hmm. routes and stuff like that. So I feel like you know when me and him were out there and it was just one on one on the island. It was just basically a boxing match between me and him. So um, not to even to my own horn, but you know he only had four receptions for twenty two yards at the end of the, at the end of the fight. So I feel like I won that one. But <laughs> yeah, hey, if your horn ain't broke, you can go ahead and honk it. It's what I always <laughs> say. So I want to talk to you about academics. So I'm also looking looking at here that you made the dean's list in the fall of 2020, and you were uh, first year SEC academic on a row. How how influential or how important? Excuse me, let me rephrase it. How important to you are academics, and how how do having good strong academics help you on the field? Um, you know. I feel like, you know, how you perform in the classroom, like even with your grades and everything, it's a representation on your field of just Mm -hmm. being a smart football player and stuff like that. So I feel like, you know, when I went to college, I wanted to, you know, hold that standard of, you know, having high grades and stuff like that, because I feel like, you know, me having high grades on, you know, in the classroom helped me on the field as well. And like also like a lot of people don't even know this, like so basically coming to Kentucky, I was, you know, I was the the last and the and the bottom of my recruiting class and you know my my db coach didn't know if i was like ready to play so he told me i was gonna like most likely redshirt and i feel like you know me even juggling school and you know showing him that i can retain the playbook fast enough you know yeah. all works hand in hand oh for sure for sure so I, i'm looking down here too man like I said, I, I dug up some stuff. Um, where is it at? Give me one second. So it says here that you only played the defensive back position for one year prior to coming to Kentucky. Is that correct? Yeah. So basically, it was yeah one year, one full year. So my senior so you, year. So you played. So you. So what you're saying is like you were telling me uh, earlier from your time that you were real young as a kid playing running back. You never played defensive back up until that one year. Yeah. That's a big transition, though, man. Seriously, that's a totally different uh, mental state that you have to have going from running back to a defensive back. How um, how hard was that for you? Um, you know, at first, you know, I everyone wants to score touchdowns, so you know, me being the receiver before a corner, um, it was it was different. So I feel like you know, just basically transition to your your mind that you got to move backwards and everything was was a little difficult. But I feel like I yeah. picked up on it pretty fast enough. I feel like I I picked up on them pretty fast, and you know, even and I was just really hungry to learn it at that point because I was like, once I once you figure out how to do one thing, and I was like, well, I, you know, you just get hungrier, hungrier to learn the next you know few things and keep going with that. So you know, I just that overall in general is just how I felt about it. Um, and now I just I love it so. You don't see yourself playing any other position than basically what you're saying, huh? No, <laughs> no. So what's your uh, what are you majoring in, man? What are you trying uh, to get your degree in? Journalism, and then I'm minoring in business. So yeah, those are the my my two right there. Um, so basically, with my journalism degree, I want to you know eventually you know be on CBS or something like that, or even start my own podcast and stuff like that. So you know, just you know, it's just as I, I go what or after my my playing days mm-hmm. or even with the podcast even when i'm playing too so like just something like that like a little side hobby now have you gotten your degree yet or are you close to graduate i'm i'm very close to graduate actually so um i should graduate in december of this coming up here yeah good or for this you year. man good for so, you yeah. that's, that's awesome because a lot of players the reason why i say that's awesome it's awesome regardless of no matter when you graduate but that's also yeah. awesome you don't have to go back 
because a lot of players end up going back years later. It's pretty yeah. cool that you can sit there and go ahead and get that done and get it out the way before going into the next level and next step. Yeah, so basically, I'm I, I'm still in class now, so basically juggling the combine training and then, you know, um, with the interviews and then also with school, you know, I feel like I can manage it. So, I, you know, that's why, you know, I feel like I could, you know, I also want my degree, so I feel like that would have been, it was the best bet for me. If you weren't playing football, what would you be doing? Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably be on, like, I probably wouldn't want to i told you like start my own podcast or you know try to be a sideline reporter or something like that something in like that journalism field so so basically you'd still be involved with the sport in one way shape or fashion yeah yeah like i just don't like you know i mean football like it doesn't even have to be football like i'm in like all types of sports sports in general general. definitely i got two more questions for you before we end this great conversation how does carrington valentine want to be remembered when his time is done on earth um basically someone who gave back um, someone who impacted people, um, someone that you can say like, you know, I want to be like, like him on and off the field, you know, just the way I carry myself in general. Um, because, you know, I feel like he's being a good person overall. Um, those are all, like how I want to be remembered. Like someone like when I'm not here, we're like, yo, like he did it the right way. So, um, you know, just that in general, I feel like what has how I want to be remembered, you know, the stats and stuff like that, like, you know, that'd be good, but just an overall, you know, good person. All right. Last question. Who's your hero and why? My hero. Um, my parents are probably my heroes. No, my parents are my heroes. Um, just because, you know, they they're they show me, you know, what's right from wrong. They show me how to carry myself. Um, you know, and like they're not, you know, my mom and my dad are totally two different people. So um, you know, just, you know, getting, you know, life lessons from both of them um throughout my life. And basically, you know, they are they are I feel like I'm I am who they like kind of made me to be, you know, just from the standards and stuff like that that they know that they they held with me and stuff like that. And, you know, they always support me and, um, you know, just that in general. Um, I feel like that's why they're my heroes. So, yeah. Carrington, I want to thank you for your time. Good luck to you, sir. And uh, good luck to you in the draft, man. You take care of yourself and stay blessed. <laughs> thank you. Uh, you too. Thank you, sir.